Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on the podcast. Real quick, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and then make sure you, if you're able, go ahead and hit the auto download. That way you can always be ready and listening to the podcast. I'm also on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and search DeHuff Uncensored. A lot to get to today, including the segment we're going to call Don't You Judge Me? Because... <laughs> There's a lot of people going to judge me today after uh, what I get into. Uh, some things that I did today, I'll get into those. That'll be a lot of fun. Obviously, the big news right now is either the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which, by the way, the last time I when I talked about the Amber Heard thing, I kept calling her Amanda, and it just pissed me off. I was like, how did I call her Amanda, and it's Amber? Ugh, I was so mad at myself. I'm so dumb. But the other big news, other than Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, is Elon Musk is buying Twitter. And what that means for the social platform, it could be devastating for the platform. A few episodes ago, I was saying how great it would be if he bought it. And, and as far as the tech side of things go, I think, and I, I stand by it, that it is a great move for, for the platform. Because it is a struggling platform. I have a lot of followers on, on Twitter. I think between my two accounts, I have just my DeHuff and then I have DeHuff Podcast. I have almost 30,000, which is a decent amount, but it's nowhere near some of the other people I know that are just like like a million. And you're like, fuck off. God, I was feeling good about myself. Then I looked at other people's numbers. Not that it really matters half of those people are probably fake. They're probably just uh, spam bots or some shit like that. They're not even real. My, my friends are fake. <laughs> my friends are fake. And I don't know why I sang that. That was weird. So there's a lot of concerns, but there are some hopes in, in the transfer because, yeah, it's good news because, like I said, the platform is struggling. If you look at Facebook, Facebook has 2.9 billion monthly users. Billion with a B. YouTube has 2.5 billion. Instagram, 1.4. TikTok has 1 billion. Snapchat, which is a shitty platform in my opinion, has 557 million monthly users. Pinterest, if you want to share some recipes and some DIY tips... Uh, they have 444 million. And then Twitter comes in at 436 million monthly users. They are far behind. They need a boost. Like, as, as shitty as Facebook sent, tends to be, there's a lot more people on it. Instagram, YouTube. YouTube is, is there's, a lot of, there's a lot of helpful things on YouTube, but there's a lot of garbage on YouTube. So it's interesting to, to think about, well, what can Elon Musk and crew do to boost up Twitter and make it a better platform for the user? Because as of right now, right around 56% of its users on Twitter are using it for news, for news source. So then when you kind of mix in the idea of the big thing that Elon Musk is about is uh, free speech the freedom of speech and how they've been stifling that on Twitter. And, and I'm, I'm mixed emotions on that because I do agree that we have the 
freedom of speech. Come on, we should be able to go on there and say what we want. But the problem is, is there, I'm a sane person. You're a sane person. But there's always those wackadoos. Is it wackadoo or whack jobs out there that say weird, random shit that just is completely false? And they either believe it or they think it's funny to say shit. Birds aren't real. There, now they got a great platform over on Twitter. Although I think they could technically go on there anyway and say shit. But the problem is, is there, this is how misinformation spreads like wildfire is if they, res- they pull those restrictions and then all of a sudden you can just say whatever the fuck you want. That could benefit some people. I could say if you listen to the Huff Uncensored, the podcast, What happens is after you listen to 10 episodes, guys will increase their penis size by two inches. Yeah. Now you might be asking, what about the ladies? Well, their penis could grow too. (laughs) They might grow a penis after listening to this. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I have the data that I just made up. You're welcome. Okay. Scott DeHuff and DeHuff Uncensored Podcast will get you hard. And we'll get you large, okay? You can say anything you want, whether it's true or, or or false, and that's scary. There's a lot of people out there that are just going to abuse this, and there's people out there that believe some weird shit, whether it's true or, or false. And that's the concerning thing. It Maybe you do research on, on information that is put into your hands, but not everybody does that. A lot of people, and a lot of people I know, that that use they hear it from one source, and it's truth. Oh, that's that's true. Okay, somebody said that this is happening. Uh, is it? Well, I I read it on Facebook, or I heard it on this. Nobody nobody verifies their the information that's put in front of them, if for the most part. So that's what's scary when if they pull off these restrictions and just go, listen, this is a free platform. You can say whatever you want. There's no harm, no fouls as far as we're concerned. And that's scary. And I understand, especially somebody with little kids. It's like, if, if this is the case, I mean, I don't want my kids going to Twitter. I'm on the fence on this shit. Because because there's been times where I get shit removed from Twitter. I'm like, how the fuck did that get removed? I think I told you guys that one time that Mark Schlereth and I, we were in Miami and we did a joke video where he and I were in a bubble bath together. And the first time I posted it, it was removed for being, you know, too much sexual content. <laughs> Something like that. I'm like, that's ridiculous. So I get it on, on some... Levels, I understand the freedom of speech is being stifled, but then there's a problem with some people just say crazy shit. Crazy shit. So that's what's scary. So it makes you wonder, if you have a Twitter account, are you going to still use it? I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll still probably use it. I'm just going to stay in my lane and avoid all these other weird things that are going on around me. I'm just going to post my shit, stay into my little groups of people 
and followers that are around me, and that's it. And hopefully that doesn't spill into what I do. Because every now and then I'll post something, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, some guy will be like, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. <laughs> like, huh? talking about the Broncos. What the fuck? I don't care. No, we're not talking about this. Talking about the Denver Broncos and, and how, you know, I want them to succeed. Jeez, man, don't make this political. So that's what's, that's what's concerning. Maybe you have some more concerns about this. Let me know. DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. You can rena- re- remain anonymous in this, and that's fine. But it is interesting to think about how this is going to change. And like I said, from a, from a technology side, I'm excited for it because I'd really like to see what he brings to the table. The edit button, as simple as that. The fucking edit button. Make that happen. And I know they, they could make that happen very easily. They're just being lazy. And by the way, we'll go back to that real quick from the previous episode when I was talking about this. Is Yeah, I think a lot of those people at Twitter have been just sitting there collecting paychecks because their platform has not fucking changed in years. They're stealing paychecks. Now they're going to have to start working and start redesigning things and making it better. They are falling behind. This with Elon Musk is going to bring in new people. It's going to bring in more eyes onto the platform. It's That being said, it's eggshells that they're walking on because this freedom of speech thing is not an easy task at hand. So that's what's going to be very very interesting to watch and I'll be on the inside as a you know as a user of Twitter I use it a lot I use all the other platforms as far as Facebook I have the Huff Uncensored podcast um, page on Facebook I have Instagram TikTok Grinder. just kidding <laughs> I believe Grinder is a is a hookup platform for people Mostly men, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with this. Because there's a lot of people saying they're jumping ship on Twitter. But I think here's the thing. Let's wait and see what happens. Because a lot of times people come in and say, we're going to do this and that's what's going to happen. There's a really good chance that Elon Musk goes into this and he's like, ah, God, yeah, you know what? We don't need to be, I know we want to be freedom of speech, but geez, think about that. If you remove all restrictions, people could be start, you know, having conversations about fucking dead people, about child molestation, horrible things, right? Fucking cats, horrible things, murder, all these things. If you remove those restrictions... And just go, well, it's freedom of speech. Then there's going to be a lot of crazy shit on there. There's a good chance while he came in guns a-blazing saying this is what we're going to allow. There's a good chance that he's going to have to backpedal. And I don't think that would be a bad thing. I would understand it. I'd actually respect him more if he did that. 
you're like, I, you know what? I got to be honest. I thought about it a lot. We're going to ease up some of the restrictions, but ultimately we still have to have some restrictions on there. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of sick motherfuckers out there that are going to abuse it. So we got to make sure that we're handling this properly and protecting people and children especially. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating. I would not delete my account just yet. I know a lot of people are going to burn their accounts, however they could do that, I'm sure, in protest. Maybe they'll glue themselves to a basketball court and use Elmer's glue. Always a possibility. People are dumb. I, but I would say just wait on that. Because I have a feeling he is going to have to take a few steps backwards on this. He should. He should. We'll see. If he has the right people talking in his ear, he should. If he has the wrong people that are just going, yeah, sure, why not do whatever? Then it's going to be bad news for him and the platform. All right, don't judge me. That's coming up next. But first, everybody knows, I always say it every week, Total Beverage is in Westminster and Thornton. They're just awesome. They have the best selection of beer, wine, and spirits. And they also deliver. They also do curbside pickup. That's available for you. And they also do online wine education classes. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern, with today's mental health tip. Sports fans, don't just sit there waiting for Jeff Bezos to fly into town on a silly rocket ship and save the men of orange. I love the smell of a prime deal in the morning. Get down to Lodo and check out the Blake Street Tavern, Denver's premier hoops hangout. We have the NBA League Pass featuring every NBA game all season long, and we'll have Nuggets games sound on every night. No wonder the Joker says this is a great country. It's the Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver watches sports. All right. So I turned on my sprinklers today. Oh, don't judge me. Screw you. Right? (laughs) I always am hesitant to turn on my sprinklers. I guarantee you like half of you that heard this, they're like, ah, it's too early. Too early. We could always get a deep freeze here in Colorado. Yeah, we could. We could. But there's a really good chance we won't. You know, I'm I'm rolling the dice on this one. Mike Lawn needs it so bad, so crispy. I'm walking through my yard the other day, and I'm like, oh my god, this poor yard, it needs watered. So I turned him on today, and I felt good about it. Don't judge me, don't judge me. Also, while we're on this topic of don't judge me, which by the way. Most of you guys aren't like sprinkler experts, so fuck off. <laughs> Unless that's your job and you sit there and repair busted lines constantly because dumbasses like me turn them on in April. Otherwise, don't judge me. Another thing that I don't want you to judge me on, I love spam. I brought it up the other day to somebody and they're like, oh, spam. I love spam. I love to eat Spam. We fry it up in the pan, get it nice and crispy. Oh, my 
God, it's delicious. You do a Spam lettuce and tomato sandwich. It's like a BLT, only with Spam. And it's fucking amazing. Don't judge me. It's delicious. Okay? It's phenomenal. And if you haven't tried it, you need to try it. It's not like you're, you just, you open up the can, put it out onto a, the, the, the meat onto a cutting board, and you thinly slice it up. And I, I like to do strips of Spam. Fry it up, get them nice, nice and dark on each on both sides. It's delicious. You guys, come over to my house. I'll, I'll make you some spam. It's fine. It'll be a spam party. You're welcome. Somebody supply the spam because <laughs> I'm cheap. Remember, that's the other thing. Spam's not very expensive. So I, I like spam. I, I don't know. Why it has a bad rap, I'm sure it's just like, well, there's tons of sodium in there. I, fuck, I don't care. It's delicious. Jeez. Also, don't judge me. I was thinking about <laughs> a, a bunch of don't judge me moments in my life. Well, starting from today, don't judge me. I ate two breakfast burritos from Good Times. Delicious. They have good breakfast burritos. And if you can find a good breakfast burrito, you gotta gotta jump on it. And they have a decent breakfast burrito, not too hot, but it's delicious, delicious. I love breakfast burritos. I hate when I get a breakfast burrito and it's just made poorly. So it's not that hard. You put crispy bacon in there, eggs, and maybe some potatoes, and some good sauce. Oh, cheese, yes. Please. But it also reminded me of, and my wife's family could have judged me, and maybe they did behind my back, but I once ate a whole salmon. Actually, it's technically I ate a half a salmon, but if you go to Costco, you can get a giant one side of a salmon. And it was like a foot long or some shit. And my father-in-law, my wife's stepdad, Tim, is awesome at smoking salmon and he smoked salmon and I was really hungry just got done working plus I don't know if I've ever experienced good food until I started dating my wife and her mom and her stepdad are just really good at cooking her mom was amazing uh, an amazing cook and her stepdad continues to be a great cook I was so hungry I just was shoveling it in my mouth and then like Tim, my father-in-law, just kept going, do you want some more? And I'm like, sure, that'd be great. And I just like would keep my head down, keep eating. And next thing I know, I look up, and they're just all staring at me. And I'm like, what? They're like, you just ate that whole salmon. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. It was delicious. It's not my fault you cook well. Jerk. <laughs> I love food. That's my problem. Don't judge me. Come on, fuck off. Don't judge me. Dave on Twitter, mm -hmm. Dave wrote, the smell of gasoline makes my stomach growl. Don't judge me. Are you saying that it makes you hungry? That's fucking weird. Not judging. Well, slightly I am, Dave. That's fucking weird. I don't understand. What happened to you that you get hungry? Your stomach starts growling when you smell gasoline. Maybe it's because... You buy a lot of food at the gas station, maybe? 
I don't know. That's weird. That's fucking weird, Dave. <laughs> I'm not judging you that much. Dave also followed up with, when young, we always bought a package of Braunschweiger before heading out to the strip clubs. Really smelly after a few hours. Don't judge me. And it's funny because I, I totally missed the point of his tweet. And I was like, oh, man, I love Braunschweiger. I used to put it on toast and a little bit of mustard, and it's amazing. And he's like, yeah, it is good to eat. However, when we were 20, we brainiacs would stuff it in our pants. Yeah, it attracts strippers until they sit on your lap and wonder why your junk is squishy. <laughs> Don't judge me. Ah, Dave. <laughs> that's That's weird. Dave, damn it. Now every time I eat Braunschweiger, which I love. Oscar Mayer, by the way, has a good brand. I've I've had a lot of different brands, but Oscar Mayer's Braunschweiger is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. At least last time I had it, it was. Now I'm going to be thinking of uh, Dave's squishy junk whenever I eat Braunschweiger. Thanks, Dave. Fucking dick. <laughs> Jesse wrote in, don't judge me, but I wash my hands at least 100 times a day because I don't trust my fellow human beings because they're nasty. Have you ever noticed when you go to a restroom how many people don't wash their hands? Absolutely, Jesse. It's disgusting. I did hear, though, that you it's, it's better hygiene, especially if you're just going pee for guys. It's better hygiene if you wash your hands prior to going to the bathroom. So, like, your hands are dirty. You go to the bathroom, then wash your hands. Now your penis is all disgusting. Just saying. Makes sense. Maybe get in the habit of washing before and after. I don't know. I agree with you, Jesse. It's disgusting. People are gross. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, hey, real quick, since 1975, the Ark of Aurora has been a private non-for-profit 501c3 organization dedicated to supporting and advocating for children and adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families in Aurora, Colorado. That's right, just down the road from me. That's over four decades of transforming lives for individuals with autism on the autism spectrum, Down syndrome, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, and other developmental disabilities. Now, they're having an auction going on starting uh, at 9 a.m. on Sunday, May 1st, and it's going through Saturday, May 7th at 9 p.m. It's amazing, and anybody can sign up and donate and participate. It's so cool. They All you have to do is you create an account with your email, and bid on your favorite items. And they have over 70 items you can bid on, including some autograph memorabilia, comic books, vacations, activities for you and your families, gift baskets, and so much more. You got to check it out. All the money raised from the auction will be used to continue offering the ARC Aurora's high-quality advocacy services, such as information, and referral, community training, and education, individual class and systems, change advocacy, and individual family volunteer and community support. So visit 32auctions.com slash 
the Arc of Aurora 2022, and you can change a life today. I'm going to go ahead and put that link in the description of this episode. I did it last episode as well. So that way, if you want to participate or even just I, what you need to do is just check it out and, you know, start cruising around the, the site and see the different auction items that they have. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of neat stuff. All right. Again, so I'll put that in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. If you're able, go ahead and give it a nice review. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.